0: Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about life, love, and entrepreneurship. Let's dish. I am Sarah Alipin, your host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of Photos Mahardi and District Bliss. Um, and I am really excited today to be joined by the CEO of Bash Entertainment, Sean Cox. Hi, thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on.
0: I'm really excited. Um, I, so. <laughs> Before we started, I told Sean this is a little bit of a departure from what we've been talking about this season, which has been kind of heavy on tradition. And what Sean is going to tell us is actually kind of the opposite of tradition, where people are making their own way and carving their own paths in the wedding celebration. Um, So, first, Sean, tell us a little bit about Bash Entertainment and what you do.
1: Yeah, basically, Bash Entertainment is a full service entertainment company we obviously cater heavily to weddings but we also you know work at corporate events and other type of parties basically any event that needs that injection of energy and fun and something creative whether it's one of our selfie mirror photo booths or our high energy upbeat dj and mc services we just try to make any event just that much better
0: I love that. I love that. And you're based in Michigan, correct?
1: Correct. Southeast Michigan, um, although we travel all over in the Michigan area with the Upper Peninsula and and the UP, we get a lot of requests to do weddings, you know, four hours away in northern Michigan because it's all kinds of beautiful scenery and whatnot. So,
0: Yeah. I I totally understand I, as being based right outside of Washington, D.C., I actually, we travel all over the world, but also most of our requests come from either in the city or in the country, and there's not a whole lot between.
1: Right, right. (laughs) I wish they were all 20 minutes up the road, but, you know, we're just happy to be working when we're doing events, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely a fun space to be in, too. Right. So, um I love it. So, okay. When we did our pre-show questionnaire, you told you had some f- really fascinating atypical uh maybe nuanced traditions i'm not really sure how to classify them yet i'm excited to hear the stories because the stories were not in the actual questionnaire it's just like a little blip teaser so um i'm gonna lead you in with the first one that i saw which was the groom entered by helicopter
1: (laughs) yes yes that was um pretty amazing and it's funny i didn't realize that he was going to be doing this until literally right before the ceremony, um, they were the officiant, I was miking up the officiant and getting ready for the ceremony. And he's like, yeah, the groom's going to be flying in and landing right over there. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, flying in and he's like, yeah, he's a has his pilot license and his helicopter license. I don't know if they're the same thing even but so then you know, I was obviously really excited. And so all of a sudden about 20 minutes later, sure enough, there's this helicopter zooming in and making talk about a grand entrance. Right. Um, and he landed about 50 feet away from the altar. You know, of course, all the bushes and trees are all blowing over sideways and everybody's kind of like in awe of what's happening. And, uh, it was just a really dramatic entrance. So talk about walking in like a baller. That was that was really yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so was the helicopter like behind the couple or like off to the side?
1: Yeah. Well, it was funny. They definitely um, took off again. So they landed, and then the the um, co pilot got in, and then took off in the helicopter. Um, I guess it would have made for great photo ops, but for whatever reason they took off and then the ceremony began without the helicopter in the background. Cause it uh, was a really beautiful location. It was at a tree farm, a Christmas tree farm, actually. So I love that. yeah, it was super unique wedding. Um, it was a really great space to have a wedding and it was actually, it was such a fun wedding. Everybody danced all night long and it was probably due to his awesome grand entrance, you know, just really yeah. kept everybody excited. Yeah.
0: I mean, it certainly sets the scene.
1: Right. <laughs> for sure.
0: That is so cool. That's just, I, I do, as a photographer, I wish the that it had stayed in the background for at least part that, of it.
1: Yeah, that, I'm kind of realizing that now myself. I feel like they missed an opportunity there.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure it was still really awesome and I'm sure they loved it. I'm sure everyone, all of the guests loved it. And then, the Christmas tree farm is just the icing on the cake because ha- who is not happy around a Christmas tree? That's like the greatest place on the.
1: Yeah. How unique, right?
0: <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. Um, What a cool wedding. Yeah. Um. So, and was it like, did, did the guests know this was happening or? You
1: know, I think some of them had an idea, probably the immediate family members that know Um. that, the groom had his license but you could definitely tell several of them just like me were like we were all kind of looking at each other you know looking over your shoulder like is this really happening right now i mean are you seeing what i'm seeing um <laughs> so it was just really such a cool unique entrance and definitely a one of a kind wedding for sure
0: that is so awesome um that's fantastic um So the next wedding that you put on your list (laughs) involved in Elvis, either one or multiple Elvis impersonators.
1: Yes. This was talk about another unique wedding. Um, I've definitely been blessed to have some very unique weddings over the years. Um, This one I knew about ahead of time. He had told me in the pre-planning and, you know, of course, I was encouraging, like, yeah, that sounds like a that sounds awesome. I'm totally into this, but I was very curious, like how is this gonna go? You know, an Elvis impersonator is gonna officiate their ceremony um and he was kind of like he was like a mix between like Vegas Elvis and like fifties Elvis, like you know, with the hair, and he had like a gold sequence jacket, um he definitely wasn't like the old washed up Elvis. So that was at least good. But uh, he officiated the wedding and everything, and it went super well. Um, And then he actually performed their first dance too, their first dance song, and then a few songs afterwards. So that was also super unique. And, you know, I didn't really know if I should follow it up with a ton more Elvis songs or like if the guests were kind of elvised out at that point or what, you know. So, but it was a lot of fun for sure.
0: What did you do? Did you follow it up with Elvis?
1: I mean, I yeah, I definitely did. You know, I played a few more uh, you know, like Jailhouse Rock or something um but I think I kind of faded away from it a little bit when it came to dancing and stuff. I mean, I still threw it in there knowing that the bride and groom were definitely into it. Um But it was, in general, it was also an awesome dance party. You know, I always love those kind of weddings where they're, you know, an eclectic group. They're definitely unique. And they like to think outside the box. It kind of gives you freedom as a DJ to, you know, play some outside-of-the-box ideas and not, you know, get away from the norm, which is always fun.
0: Yeah, I love that. And that's, I mean, that's my kind of people too. I love, you know, of course, I I love all of the wedding pieces too, but um, like our first dance song was Hard to Concentrate by Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: Oh, wow. At your personal wedding? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. See, I played it, we played it safe, although we really loved the song and it seemed like we thought we were unique. Um, It was Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. And then it seemed like, Every wedding I did was an Ed Sheeran song for their first dance, and it 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 was either Thinking Out Loud, and then it it is Perfect by Ed Sheeran is another very popular one. So he's an amazing artist, but uh, you know it was just kind of that perfect song for a first dance, and we just couldn't resist.
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense, and I'm guessing because I know you have three kids that you were in the very beginning of that song. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Luckily, you know, we didn't have the kids yet at that point. But yeah, we were we were in the very beginning. And um, that whole song just kind of fit our vibe. It kind of spoke to us. So it was kind of funny that it then became like, super popular and kind of fit a lot of people's vibe for their weddings as well. So
0: yeah, that's really cool. Um, what, is the, I, what is the craziest first dance song that you've ever, or the most unique first dance song you've ever been requested?
1: You know, I guess, uh, I wish I had a list in front of me of some of the crazier ones. Um, off the top of my head, I'd have to say, it's always fun when bride and grooms want to do like a mashup. And they have, like, they have you start with, like, a classic kind of expected slow love song. And then they have you remix, like, The Wobble or Who Let the Dogs Out or some crazy, like, Cotton Eye Joe into it. And then they go off into a dance routine. Um, Those are always pretty crazy. Or it's always impressive, too, when you can tell the bride and groom actually you know, took lessons and like choreographed a dance for their first dance are always very impressive. So, you know, I'd have to say over the years, I think I've been lucky in that department and they they usually play it pretty safe other than those kind of situations when it comes to first dances. So, you know because yeah that'd be awkward if it was something like i don't know crazy bitch or something like that that'd be intense so yeah by buck cherry that would be wild or something
0: that's (laughs) probably not the uh
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: (laughs) um that i that was that is that might be the craziest song to use as your first dance song
1: (laughs) (laughs) it'll probably happen now that you've brought it up yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we put it out in the universe and now somebody's going to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um and then so the Elvis impersonator, do you remember what their first dance song was?
1: Man, off the top of my head, I don't. Um I it had to have been um Can't Help Falling in Love. That seems probably Yeah, Yeah, schools rush
0: in. Is that what that's called? Oh,
1: maybe, maybe that one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's basically the same song, but um, I wish I would remember that too. It was like eight years ago now. I know
0: I'm pressing you with all these hard questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't ask any of this in the pre-show questionnaire. But hey, Sean, how about you? uh, How about you answer all this stuff? The crazy ones.
1: I told you I got three kids. My life is crazy. (laughs)
0: You're like, what I could really use is a nap. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I love
0: it. That's so much fun. Um, And then um, we're going to take a super fast break. And then we're going to hop in with Sean's final crazy story that he submitted in his pre-show questionnaire, unknowing that I was going to dive deep on those. So we... (laughs) We will be right back on The Wedding Dish. And we are back on The Wedding Dish. Um, So I'm Sarah Alipin. I have with me the CEO of Bash Entertainment, Sean Cox. And um, he just flipped the script on me on the break. And I said, you know what? That's fair, game. I'm asking you all the hard questions. So, Sean, I know you've got a question for me.
1: Yeah, I was just wondering. You said you got married nine years ago as a wedding professional, was it stressful planning a wedding? Or did you go into it kind of relaxed? Because you knew all the ins and outs of planning a wedding.
0: So I made a bunch of weird rookie mistakes. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) I sent um, I sent everyone it was like that I was reaching out to as a vendor, like my full bio, like I was like, Why I needed to do that, I have no idea. They must – half of them must have thought it was spam. But I was like, hey, I'm a wedding photographer. I'm DC-based. We're getting married in California because my husband's family is out there. I, like, gave them the whole story. It must have been, like, three pages of each email. And so then my husband was like, you need to hire a planner.
1: Yeah, you're coming off like a bridezilla already. Yeah, and I
0: was like, but I'm not. And he's like, yeah, you sound like a crazy person. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fine. So I reached out to a couple wedding planners, and then I chose the one I liked the best in terms of personality and organization and, like, getting my vibe. Um, And then she was like, you got to stop sending these long, crazy emails, Sarah. I'm just going to connect you with the people I think you need to get on a phone call with because – They'll understand who you are as soon as they talk to you. But these long emails are seriously crazy. No one cares you have your master's in photography. In fact, that might be overwhelming.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like when you're DJing and people come up and they're like, I used to DJ at bars and clubs. So yeah, it's kind of like an eye roll moment. So it's kind of funny when we were planning our wedding, me and my wife, uh, Lindsay, shout out to my wife, Lindsay who has obviously been a huge supporter of mine. And a lot of what I do couldn't be done without her behind the scenes helping out. But when we were planning our wedding, I kind of went into it opposite of you. I was super relaxed. Like, I know all the tricks. I know what to do and don't do. We tried to do, like, the super basic, like, have it at the local metro park. Um, and it's, you know, for super cheap, we were going to do it for like two grand or something we thought, and we planned it in like nine months or something. She'll probably even say, no, we planned it in like seven months, but, and it seemed like one thing after another, we had to, finally, we ended up renting a hall. Like I thought I was going to set up a speaker and an iPod in the corner. And she's like, Sean, that's like one of your first things you tell people like, you need a good DJ for your wedding to go right. I was <laughs> trying to like, do the exact thing that I tell people never to do. So thankfully, thanks to her, she actually told me to hire a DJ. Um, shout out to Ed, uh, the DJ guy. And he actually DJed our wedding and did an amazing job. Um, it was funny. We didn't even make uh, a playlist. Like We didn't request a single song. And he actually did an amazing job, you know, other than our formal songs. But looking back on it, we were like, wow, we didn't even like, you know, make up as a wedding DJ. You'd think I'd have some hundred song playlist, but it's really just, you know, I wanted to go into it super relaxed. And it was definitely the best night of my life for sure.
0: Oh, that's great. I love that. Um, We actually did a a song that was special to each person we had at our wedding because we only had 17 guests.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> so we had micro, so it was a micro wedding.
0: Yeah, before micro weddings were a thing, right? I, back then, I got a lot of business for it. So everyone else who gets to do it now without getting any guilt is <laughs> very lucky. Um, but
1: <laughs> what was your I, motivation behind that, if you don't mind me asking?
0: No, I don't mind at all. I just, my husband's very introverted. So the last thing he's going to want to do is stand up in front of 200 people.
1: Yeah.
0: But my, um, my both families on my side are huge and his family is very small. So if we included aunts and uncles and first cousins and just immediate family, it went to 75 people and that was just with them. Um, And so then I was like, but if I'm going to include, you know, some of these aunts and uncles that I haven't talked to in like 10 years, I'm going to want to include friends. So the number just kept getting higher. And I ended up saying, you know, I want to like really enjoy the wedding that is right for us. Yeah. And I got a lot of pushback, a lot of pushback because we have a very um, Irish family really everybody wants to celebrate together yeah very traditional i am the you know black sheep of the family across <laughs> the board i am the creative one i you know
1: <laughs> right do
0: things my own way and yeah.
1: um
0: but it, yeah so that's why we ended up deciding to do it that way because i just couldn't justify including some people and not including other people so we just had immediate family
1: the guest list is tough we ended up Getting a small venue that only had capacity of just over a hundred, which like you said, their guest list could have easily been 200 people. so easily. it was kind of nice to blame it on the venue like sorry, there's just not room, but it was still tough even to trim it down to around a hundred. so kudos to you for being able to do that. I can only imagine like you said the business or the pushback you got ah. from some of the family members.
0: yes i am very lucky that i am a stubborn feisty redhead and that you know i i just knew Philippe wouldn't want to stand up in front of all those people
1: yeah yeah and then have
0: to be introduced to everybody the whole night like oh this is my husband Philippe. this is my uncle phil yeah um you know even if (laughs) it's just so there's so many pieces and i wanted it to be special for us so that sounds like
1: a great way to save money too
0: yeah well it offered us ways to splurge that were important to each of us which oh, is right. nice so um i he wanted to splurge on food So we got like a nice caterer um, that we wouldn't have been able to afford by any means. Yeah, yeah, Um, and or at least I would have refused to pay it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) which
0: is a difference in not being able to afford. I we wanted to buy a house that was priority um, at some point. So, um, but then um, I wanted to splurge on the wine. Okay. yeah, so I wanted to have like really like good quality wine to oh, go nice. with the good quality food he wanted. So, um, yeah, so it was it was a good fit. It allowed us to save money while getting all of the things we wanted, and it was still like a traditional wedding. It just wasn't. Yeah, big. it was just a little baby wedding. Oh
1: uh, yeah, micro wedding before micro weddings were a thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, I would not change a thing about that. So for anyone out there who is dreading having a micro wedding, we still had a DJ that wasn't even. A question if we were going to set up an iPad or something. Yeah. Um, we still spent money on all of the pieces that we would have spent money on otherwise. It's just that, you know, we had fewer people there. So our cost per plate was a little higher, but we had fewer plates. So, you know, just um don't be discouraged if you're planning a wedding and it has to be a little bit smaller than you think because it still will be
1: perfect for you yeah the micro weddings are really pretty awesome you know and with them they're fun they're fun it's a lot easier to manage a lower amount of people um and a lot of them tend to end a little earlier which is always you know not the worst if it ends at 10 o'clock instead of midnight you know if you got a
0: four-hour drive then
1: yeah it's like (laughs) this is ending at 10 sweet
0: I'm the I'm the person that's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get an Airbnb here.
1: Yeah. No, same <laughs> here. Yeah. After a wedding you can't drive home. I mean, you really can't. So
0: Yeah, it's a long day. It's a, a long day. day. Yep. So Last crazy wedding story, tradition, whatever you want to call it, and I have a lot of questions about this one, is the zombie-slash-killer-clown wedding.
1: Yes, this one was way, way back um, in my early days of DJing weddings, probably about four or five years into DJing weddings, so don't grill me on too many of the specific topics. (laughs) (laughs) Well, i I wish I could remember their first dance also, but I was just so blown away by all the outfits and basically it was at like um a local bar slash pub that had like an event space where like um nirvana played there before they were big so it's like a cool enough like college town bar space um and they had their wedding there, which that in itself at the time was kind of cool and unique like wow i'm djing a wedding it's called the blind pig and it's in ann arbor you know i'm uh,
0: familiar
1: yeah so very cool venue um and the fact that i got to dj a wedding there was cool enough but then you know in the planning process i found out that they were gonna have this like killer clown slash zombie um decor like you had to dress up i i don't think I think I bought some cheesy mask to wear. Like, I definitely kind of phoned it in a little bit with my participation in the killer clown zombie situation. But I remember the bride and groom were decked out to the nines with their makeup and their outfits and blood dripping down their cheeks and very eclectic, very different. Um, that one was tough to think of dance music. That one was... You know, like, you know, you can't just, uh, you know, Bruno Mars wasn't even out yet then, but it was like, you know, you couldn't just go to some basic dance music. Um, You know, I played Michael Jackson's Thriller. And I was would,
0: hoping that would be their first dance. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> was kind of point. But then it was like, oh, what do I keep playing after this to keep them going? You know, what else? You know, the Ghostbusters theme song. I mean, what do I got here? You know, Monster Mash, maybe? So, oh my
0: gosh! Purple people eater. Yeah,
1: right, right. So that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Some of that stuff, and then I think I ended up playing like some rock, and just it, it was it was kind of a tough night as far as keeping people dancing for sure. So that, yeah, was, a, you, that was. I'm sure you
0: had to think outside of the box on that one.
1: Yes, most definitely. Most definitely.
0: That's so crazy. And did the guests seem to like
1: enjoy the? They were totally into it. All the guests also dressed up in their own wild, like zombie outfits or killer clown outfits. Um, You know, like I said, this was probably ten years ago, so you know the ease of like a cell phone camera just wasn't that uh, readily available. So snapping photos wasn't quite as easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And it's kind of bringing back the memory. I actually, I had. Um, torn my ACL in my knee a few weeks before and I had to bring crutches and an assistant to the wedding that's how dedicated I am you know there's no calling into a wedding Um, yeah you know once you get there and get set up you're behind a booth most of the night so but now that I'm thinking about it so that was definitely a situation that you know having crutches and trying to set up uh, for a wedding was a little stressful but Everything once again went good. They were, I think they were happy on the inside of the killer clown zombie masks. Oh. But
0: <laughs> that is hysterical. Yeah. Was like The Walking Dead out or uh, do you yeah. remember?
1: No. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, I don't think that was out yet. I think it was just, you know, just an eclectic kind of group from Ann Arbor just into Just outside of the box stuff, obviously probably fans of horror films and things of that nature and just, um, you know, fans of like Halloween and stuff in general. Um, So it was definitely one of a kind wedding, though, for sure.
0: Yeah. And do you know if it took place on or around Halloween?
1: You know, it's funny. I don't really remember if it was even like on Halloween or not. Um, I don't think it was. I think it was just like, I think it was definitely in the fall, but I don't think it was on like Halloween weekend, Um, which is, you know, funny. I haven't really, I've done, I've DJed events on Halloween, but I've never actually had the pleasure of doing a wedding on Halloween yet. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I was, I was supposed to have one on Halloween this past year because it was on a Saturday. Oh, I
1: know. Me too. I had one scheduled too. Last year had so many good dates, 10, 10, Um, Like you said, there was a Halloween on a Saturday. I feel like 4th of July was on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Just so many good dates that just uh, in February you had 2, 2, 2020. 2020. Yeah, 2, 2, 2020. Just so many good dates that just got washed away by the dang COVID.
0: Yeah. Yeah and it's crazy because I I think from my at least from what I saw um is that people waited for 2020 to get married. So we had fewer weddings in 2019 because everyone wanted to get married in 2020. Yeah. And now um at least here we have the cicadas coming. <laughs>
1: Oh, is that a thing? Okay.
0: <laughs> the 17-year cicadas. Yeah. You have not heard about the 17-year cicadas.
1: No, is that the bug that chirps and makes the really loud noise?
0: Yeah, they're like this big, and they come out. I, I'm i going to have to, think, Yeah, like as a curly-haired person, it's a nightmare because they just get in your hair, and you like Why can't not? get them. Yeah, they're really... Um, it actually yeah.
1: affects everything? That's wild.
0: Um, they're everywhere it's not like imagine like a everything is kind of like a horde of bugs that are huge dumb kind of slow and a little lazy but also very loud
1: (laughs) right right that's so wild i never would have thought that'd be an issue at a wedding that's crazy
0: yeah when i um my My memories of these, because I was a junior in college the last time that we had the 17-year cicadas, um, was that, like, on the sidewalks, it just looked like gum. Like every – you know when you see, like, really gross sidewalks that are covered in gum?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like that, that but it was
0: dead cicadas. And then um, I had to drop my car off because something happened, or I was getting like something fixed. And my best friend picked me up, and I was trying to wave to her because this is again like before cell phones were really a thing. I mean, they weren't like that not a thing, but texting wasn't a thing. I don't think at least I didn't have it. Um, So I remember I went to wave. One hit me in the hand. I. (laughs) <laughs> Went to open her door, one hit me in the sunglasses, and then one got stuck in my hair. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, God, they're my everywhere. God. They're a oh, nightmare.
0: God. <laughs> oh, God. They're not, I'm not looking forward to that. They are not around for that long, but it, I am very excited. The one thing I'm excited for is my husband has never experienced the 17-year cicadas, and he thinks i'm exaggerating. So,
1: i feel like I, you get them in Michigan but they must not be nearly as bad as in Yeah, New York. i
0: thought you did too, but maybe you're far enough like inland or
1: something. I don't know. Yeah, i'm totally going to google that when we go off the podcast cuz i'm like, oh great, is this something i need to be worrying about this year?
0: I mean, i don't think i'd worry <laughs> about it. Just, you know, be aware you're going to yeah. have that in the background of your music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for case. sure.
1: Yeah, they are loud.
0: Yeah, I mean at least they're really cool looking.
1: Right. You know? Super cool looking, yeah.
0: Um I actually saw there's um there's this company called Kentucky for Kentucky and I don't really understand what they do, but somebody sent me their um merchandise cuz they have a really like funny merchandise and one of them's a cicada and it's like says around it let me hear you make some noise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be a great t- Was it wasn't a t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great.
0: (laughs) I kind of want to buy it.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Bust it out every 17 years, yeah.
0: (laughs) Right? I mean.
1: (laughs) That's good. That's good.
0: That's awesome. Well, this was super fun, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Wedding Dish. Where can people find you and you know inquire online or tell you their crazy stories? Because I highly encourage everyone reach out to Sean and tell them, tell him all about your crazy wedding traditions that you've invented, like zombie killer clowns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For sure, for sure. Um, Basically, if people want to reach out to me, they can go to my website at www.mybash, and that's m i b a s h. So that's something we do here in Michigan. We put MI in front of everything. So mybash.com, or they can obviously check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Our handles are at bashdj. So that's how you can find us on the socials and the interwebs. And it would be a pleasure to hear some of the crazy ideas that people have, because that's what we love doing is, is bringing people's vision to life right (laughs) whether it's killer zombies or coming in on a helicopter
0: yeah you make it a party i mean (laughs) i love it i love it and you're here for all of it
1: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly
0: that's awesome so definitely reach out um tell him all your stories and, you know, feel free to tell us, too, because, you know, I love that crazy stuff. Um, you can find us online at um, on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast or theweddingdishpodcast.com. And, of course, you can um, send us stories, send us questions about wedding planning, because sometimes we answer those on the podcast um, or ask our professionals that join us, like Sean. Um And I am super excited that um, we are actually almost through season four now.
1: Wow. Can you believe it? Congratulations.
0: Time flies. Time really flies. Um, So, And, of course, you can find our show notes on our website. And transcripts are available because we are committed to accessibility at The Wedding Dish. So we make sure we always have transcripts. Um, And we'll, of course, link to all of Sean and Bash Entertainment's stuff so um don't forget to tune in next week and give us a follow subscribe rate and review um and until we meet again have a wonderful rest of the day everybody
1: cheers cheers thanks for having me sarah thanks for being here